listen. And our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I want to welcome you to episode 81. Gonna be fun. Woo! I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the broad-shouldered, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hey. Oh, big stretch, buddy. You yeah, gotta big, stretch out these shoulders. Getting a big... <laughs> They're not stretching themselves. Uh, we are so grateful that you guys are here listening to the podcast. Thank you. Party over here. I just looked at our some of our stats. We have over 50,000 listens on our first episode. Ooh. Ah. Hey, we have over 2 million downloads. Yeah, 2.11. So I think it's finally truly accurate to say that this is an awesome empire. Do you feel like how many millions do you need to to say it's an awesome empire? We already have everything we need. You, hey, and you, you already have everything you need. And you're about to have three more fantastic ideas. This episode is three magical ideas that have changed my life. And guess what? I know they're going to change your life too. And I'm so excited to share these with you. I was talking to my neighbor, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. And I was telling her this first principle and she was like, you need to put that on the podcast. And I was like, thanks, Melissa. I will. So huge shout out to Melissa. And I was thinking about the one principle, which we'll get to. And what could I pair with it nicely? What would make it a hearty meal so that it could be a podcast episode? So I came up with these three, and I'm calling them magical ideas because they truly are magic. I love the idea of magic is that when you think of magic, like, what do you think of? I think of like there being nothing and then there being something. Um, that's cool. I like that a lot. What do you, I don't know. What uh, do you magic, think of? I mean, I think of like Disneyland. I think of suspension of belief. So it, to you, magic is like a feeling. Yeah. it's Because so, when ex- I think of Disneyland, it's like a feeling. Yeah, it's a feeling. So I like that too. So like this magical feeling. And that's what I like about this idea of magical ideas is there are ideas that take you from feeling one way to feeling another way, to have this nothingness to having this somethingness. With a sense of awe. That's the key, I think. Yes. Yes. I really feel like these ideas are magic and they've really, really, really helped me. just want to serve you and serve it up. So the first idea has more of a adult title, but I'm going to call it Who's the Jerk? We can talk about what I really say, but because sometimes I need the strong language, but we'll, we'll call it Who's the Jerk? And here is the principle. So often, we're trying to figure out our behavior, and that's what this podcast is all about. Like, what can I do? We're not trying to change other people. And these three principles today are actually like all relational. They all have to do with how we interact with other people. Because here's the thing, guys. I really, really believe that all of the work is within us and we can learn these principles and then immediately think this person needs it and this person needs it. And oh, if only my husband would do this. It's so annoyingly true. Right? Like whenever you learn something new, that's literally one of the first things. Like, oh, you know who really needs to hear this? Yeah, that happened to me when I watched the Bill Murray documentary. I'm like, oh, Allison needs this. Okay, so <laughs> this is a good sharing is caring really quick. It's called, um, what's it called? It's something about the stories of Bill Murray, life lessons from a mythical man. It's a, it's a really cool documentary, and it really did have some really cool life lessons. Oh, but, it's so good. But yeah, you watch it, and you're like, oh, Allison needs this. Yeah. I want to say all of these magical ideas that I'm going to share with you today, they have to do with how you interact with other people, but 
it always comes back to you and what you can do because this this is the most freeing thing, right? We can't control other people. A lot of our energy is wasted trying to control other people. So these three magical ideas are going to help you evaluate your behavior and how to interact with people. So here's the first idea called who's the jerk? And I don't remember where I learned this from, but it truly has changed my life. And this is the concept. If you're walking down the road and every single person you interact is a jerk, who's the actual jerk? You are. You're the jerk. Now, so let's say there's six people. You're walking down the road. Every single one of those people is a jerk. There's a common denominator. (laughs) And it's you. So I want you to think about something in your life that you're upset with right now. Somebody you're upset with, a situation, a store clerk, a return situation, a parent, a friend, whoever. And I want you to think about this. Okay? Now, if you're walking down the street and there's six people and every single one of them you have a pleasant exchange with except one person, man, they're they're really rude. They're the jerk. Now, I want to share how this has helped me and truly changed my life. So several years ago, I had a terrible interaction in work. I had a horrible interaction. It was, I'm not even going to, it was a venue. I'm going to say it freaking not. They're not in business anymore. And it was a venue. I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway, it was a venue. And I have worked with, I mean, a dozen venues, if not more in my life. And we had a horrible, we had a horrible thing happen. And it was really unpleasant and it was really yucky. And I definitely was at fault for certain things. I definitely was like, I take full responsibility. But then I started to obsess over, have I been a jerk like this? And I haven't realized maybe I am this horrible of a person that they think I am. Maybe I really am this horrible. So I started to think about the recent four or five other relationships with venues. And I don't love to get specific here, but the reason is get specific. Think of if you're having a fight with a friend, think of your other close friends. Do you seem to have this exact same fight with the people who are close to you in your life? I thought, I felt like those interactions were good. So you want to know what I did is I took it one step further and I reached out to some of them. And I said, hey, I just want to thank you again for our partnership. And I want to make sure that you felt good about everything. And is there anything else I can do for you? Like, how how was that for you? And I solicited some feedback. And all of the feedback that came back was positive. And so from that situation, I learned... I wasn't the jerk. Now I want to share another scenario. It's, it's kind of like High Fidelity with John Cusack. Yeah. Do you remember how he goes back to all his ex-girlfriends and yes. figures out that he's the problem? Yeah, he's the, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So recently, uh, like over a year or so ago, the girl who does my hair moved to Colorado. And it was a big bummer, Just I love you. And she was coming back every once in a while. She would help me. When she would come back, she'd do my hair. And then she would help me sometimes find other people to do my hair. So I went to probably four or five other people, all with instruction from Jess on like the different colors and tones she used for my hair. And I liked all of them. But every single time there was something that was maybe just not quite right. It's not quite the way Jess used to do it. Or it's not quite the color that I was thinking. And then I had the realization, I'm the jerk. I'm the jerk. If I go to four talented people and each and every one of them was super talented and awesome and I am never happy with my hair, who's the hair jerk? 
to be completely fair, it looked the same to me exactly <laughs> every single time. And to be completely fair, when Jess did my hair, I would have some of the same issues with it because my hair just wouldn't take color in the exact certain way I wanted it to. And so that really, really helped me see that, okay, in that situation, it's me. So this principle of who's the jerk can serve you in so many different ways, whether it's your hair, whether it's work, whether it's your kids. If you seem to have the same issue with every single one of your kids, all of your kids are doing everything terrible, who's the jerk? You're the jerk. Do you have any examples of that that you can think of, like realizations? This principle, I mean, it, it's really helped me realize a few things. I went to breakfast with Rad yesterday. Yeah, so Rad six. Yeah, and we went and got, <laughs> so we went and got French toast. And I realized I have this pattern that after like 10 minutes, I don't know, what, what, how, whenever I just decide that the waiter's not paying attention and don't, doesn't come, I just like get this feeling. It's like this learned habit. Mm. You know, like, oh, they don't care about us. This is ridiculous. I'm walking out and I'm going to, you know, like make a stand. And yeah. it's this learned habit. And really, it doesn't matter. Like, they were busy. It just doesn't matter. It's just a learned habit that, you know, I'm just being a jerk. I just have this pattern where I decided at that point, this is terrible. They're the worst and they're going to know about it. I think that's so smart because it can be hard to see it as a whole. It's hard to see it as a pattern. It's easier to isolate the instance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so when we step back, and, and that's why I think putting it into context, whatever you're walking down the road is, like you got to choose that road. For me, it was the hair road or this specific working with a venue road. And, and I would like to say like in the scenario where I'm quote unquote, not the jerk. And I'm, I mean, that's me calling them the jerk. But like what I mean by jerk is outlier. I still am looking to take ownership there. The idea isn't, oh, they're the jerk, they're the idiot, I take no ownership. Like I said, I definitely was at fault. I definitely didn't handle some things well. And I definitely am grateful that it was such like a rough experience because I handle myself with a lot more professionalism now in those same situations. So it has really served me going forward. So I just want to say, if you do realize that, quote unquote, you're not the jerk in this scenario, take some solace there that you're not beating yourself up about it, but also see what lessons you have to learn. Okay. So the second magical idea is this. And again, it has to do with people. People will remember how you make them feel more than anything else. And I keep going back to this again and again because I am about to go and give a keynote somewhere that I feel really intimidated by, but at the same time feel super qualified, to, right? Like it's that like yin and yang of, I got this, I'm the best, and why does anybody trust me? I've been obsessing over all of the details of exactly what I'm going to say. And I've been obsessing over the slides and I've been obsessing over this. And at the end of the day, here's what I need to remember. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what I say. It matters the space I create and how I invite people to feel. And at the end of the day with this podcast, it doesn't matter what we say. What matters is how you guys feel after listening to it. And the reason we have over 2 million downloads is not because I think Eric and I are such geniuses who say such important things. No, it's because I think our intention with this podcast is, as stated, to help you feel a little more awesome each time you listen. So everyone take a deep breath in and out. Feel the ground beneath you. 
I've been looking at the mountains a lot because they're so big and we're lucky to live in a valley where these mountains remind me all the time of how big the earth is and how big my problems and how big my issues can seem. But to remember in scale and in perspective, we're all connected and that vastness makes them seem not so heavy. When you are feeling super uncomfortable with a presentation or in a play date with a bunch of new moms you're going to go meet, just remember this. They don't care how you look. They don't care that you tell a bunch of funny jokes. They care, at the end of the day, how you make them feel. And how do you help people feel good is you're just interested in them, period. Well, people can also sense your intention. Yeah. And I think a lot of time, for me, the goal is don't judge people. Don't try to separate myself from people. I can put too much pressure on myself to try to make everyone feel awesome. But, you know, when you think about it, some of the people who make you feel the best are the people who don't even say anything. They just listen and they love you and they smile and they nod and they engage with you. And that's it. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. And so I hope that second magical idea will really empower you to examine your intentions, to examine your focus when you go into situations, and also just to remind you that regardless of what you do or what you say, the the how of it, the how you intend to leave people feeling, that's really what's going to matter to people more. And so then when it comes to me giving my presentation, I go, what are the things that I do that help people feel the most awesome. It really has nothing to do with me. It's the gratitude practices. It's the little interactive exercises that I do. It's the teaching a dance move. That's kind of my signature thing is I teach a dance move everywhere I go. And the dance move has nothing to do with me and how I look doing the dance move. It's how everyone has that personal experience learning a new dance move. So I hope that that second magical thought, people will remember how you make them feel more than anything else really serves you. But then I like to follow it up with this third. Can't wait. What is it? It is people's feelings about you have nothing to do with you. And so here's the thing. We've got the who's the jerk test. And let's say you're the jerk and somebody else thinks you're a jerk. There's people out there who think I'm a jerk. It truly has nothing to do with me because I dare to say there are people who I've been a bigger jerk to and they don't think I'm a jerk because we're all looking at everybody with our own reflection. Now, this is not to say that we shouldn't care what people think, that we shouldn't care if we hurt other people or not hurt other people. I've been making this distinction a lot lately when I'm teaching. It's not that we don't care. It's that we don't allow it to affect us Mm. as much. And just to repeat this, and I think I shared this last week, but again, the idea that Brene Brown shares is that people who affect you should be like on a one-by-one-inch piece of paper. Yes. They should be the people... Wait, it shouldn't be all your followers on Instagram? It shouldn't be all your followers on Instagram. And Gary Vaynerchuk was doing an awesome interview recently. He was saying to the person who was interviewing him, everybody knows I love Gary V, right? I love Gary Vaynerchuk. He was saying to the person who interviewed him, I don't care. It's not that I don't care about you. It's I just don't care what everyone's thinking about me. And he said, now that I've talked to you for half an hour, I'm going to care a little bit more than I did a half hour ago. And I thought that was such a good way to put it. When it goes back to my principle of invest in people who invest in you. So if somebody has invested a lot in you and you've invested a little lot in them, then yes, you should take stock at, is this something that I should allow to change my actions? Is this something I should take home with me? But still remembering that the way people... People think and feel about you can only 
be seen and viewed through their own lens, through their own experience. So then we just go back to my like, nothing really matters. <laughs> because I am a person with my experiences and my background and my thoughts. And I look at Eric and there is no way to look at him without it being reflected through my lens. And if I sit around thinking my view, the way that I look at Eric is right and nobody else's way that looks at Eric is right, I get to choose that. And it has nothing to do with Eric. And back to the second magical thought, it's mostly about how Eric makes me feel. Now now I'm crying. (laughs) And then it goes back to we're really selfish people, right? Like one of the reasons I love Eric so much is because of the way he makes me feel. But I also allow him to make me feel that way. Lately, Eric, you've been doing this and it's been really sweet. You've been saying to me a lot, you're doing a really good job. And I started laughing so hard because that's what I say to everyone else. But when Eric says it to me, I go, I must be doing a really good job because I have chosen to believe what Eric thinks about me and what I'm doing. He's one of my people on my tiny slip of paper, on my itty bitty slip of paper. When Eric looks at me and goes, I know you feel like crap right now, or I know you feel like anxious, or I know you feel bad about this right now, but like overall, you're doing a really good job. I have chosen to believe it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it, like you saying it means a lot to me, but at the same time, like I could just simply choose not to believe it. And I'm sure you have in the past. Yeah. And so back to this idea of his feelings about me have almost nothing to do with me and how I take and interpret his feelings about me has everything to do with me. Yeah. And I think the best example of this, the best example of this is I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer. Oh yeah. I love that movie so much because she wakes up and she decides that she's beautiful and well, I mean, she gets hit in the head. She gets hit in she the head. She falls off a treadmill or something. Yeah, yeah. She's at Soul Cycle, which I also love. She decides that the thing, every single person that they're saying to her, she decides how to interpret it. Oh, yeah. They're not being nice to no, her. No, they're being outright rude. But she just, she, her filter is so good and pure. It only, she hears only the best stuff. Or she, she it, interprets she it. She interprets it. Yeah, she interprets it to be amazing. Because her confidence and her belief in herself is. I am so awesome. Of course they mean this. So this is a crazy example of this is um, my sister and I were at Nordstrom and we were shoe shopping and we were in Southern California. You need to go back and listen to Andrea's podcast episode. We'll link to it in the show notes because you'll see the key difference between Andrea and I is this. And I think I share it there is we're shoe shopping and the guy was really, really rude to us. And I thought he must think we don't look cool enough. We don't look rich enough. He thinks we're not going to spend any money. Like it had everything to do with me. And I said to Andrea, wow, like I can't believe how rude he was. Do you think he thought like we weren't worth his time? And she goes, uh, no, he's just not a good salesman. And I think he's also really (laughs) (laughs) self-conscious. And I, my jaw hit the floor. My jaw hit the floor Uh because I was like, Man, if I could just walk around being like my sister, she really is like Amy Schumer and I, I Feel Pretty. Amazing. But it serves her because here's what happens in the I Feel Pretty movie. When she interprets their rude actions in a positive way, their actions start to reflect. They start to shift their perspective. She changes everything. They start to, again, we're all mirrors. They start to mirror what she believes about herself. Mm -hmm. So there are those three magical ideas that have changed my life that I really hope will change your life. And the first one is that test of who's the jerk. 
And again, we're not doing this to give blame or to say that we don't take responsibility for our own actions, but to really assess if we can just let something go. This happened again. I made a funny comment to one of my kids' extracurricular activity teachers, and they responded to it really oddly. I couldn't stop beating myself up about it that I had offended them and how awkward I am and how horrible I am. I mean, I was really tired. Eric was out of town. I couldn't function. And I could not let it go. I mean, it was really eating me up. And then it occurred to me, I have made that same kind of joke or comment. My intention was to make them feel awesome, right? So first, my intention wasn't to be a jerk or to feel cool or sometimes my intention is to like not feel stupid, right? My intention truly was to connect with this person. And then I had joked like that with about five or six other people that day. Every single one of them had been like a fun exchange. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that every single interaction I've had with that person has left me questioning whether or not I'm an idiot. And I'm not saying he's the jerk. I'm just saying in that situation, I was like, oh, this isn't me. That's just how they respond to people. Do you see what I'm saying? And it helped me let it go and it helped me not beat myself up about it. And then I went out of my way to just be like not as jokey with that person because they don't seem to um, take to it as well. Which again, it really has nothing to do with me. Not that I can't, you know, reflect and always work on being a better person, but like it has nothing to do with me the way that they respond. Right. Okay, so it's the who's the jerk test is that number one. The second idea is people will remember how you make them feel more than anything else. Don't get so caught up on saying and doing the exact right thing or being or looking the exact right way. Just have that intention to help people feel your love for them. And then just to put the cherry on top, idea number three, people's feelings about you even with all your great intentions, still have nothing to do with you. They're more a reflection of how they feel about themselves and their experiences in this life. And again, none of these are licensed to say, it doesn't matter how I act and on and on. I, I give zero Fs. And no, I don't, I don't believe that. I genuinely care about other people. And my intention is to connect with them. And it all goes back to what's your intention? I want to connect. I want to share love. And I want to feel awesome. And so these things have helped me let go of ideas that make me feel less awesome. Okay, so I hope that those magical ideas serve you. And if these types of lessons speak to you and you wish you had a community to connect with and people to hold you accountable and me checking in with you to personally coach you more in ideas like this, I just want to remind you of my Awesome On Demand program. It's phenomenal. We have the best community, the best people are in it who are learning and growing and sharing. And it is so much fun. Check it out if you haven't yet because I'm really, really proud of it. And it truly is the way to take all of these ideas and put them into application. So you can find that at theallisonshow.com. And Eric, do you have some reviews for us or a review? Yeah, there's some really, really, really good ones this week. Oh, thank you guys. We appreciate when you leave reviews so much. And I would like to say episode 80, which was a million reasons why you shouldn't do the thing and the one reason why you should, you guys have been sharing that like crazy. And I want to thank you so much for sharing that. It means so much to me. I'm so happy. Kind of vulnerable for me when I get really preachy and hopped up to share that because I don't want to be crazy to you. So the fact that so many of you resonated with it, I just really, really appreciate that. So thank you always, always for sharing. 
Okay, so we're actually going to do two because Eric was having such a hard time choosing. There were so many good ones. So let's do two. And after we read a review of yours, send an email to awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com and we send out a killer goodie package with gear from my Party with Allison shop. Okay, this one's from Audra Joe 7 She says, episode 80 should basically be a class everyone is required to take. I love the idea that I don't have to have it all figured out. Allison is a breath of fresh air. A class that everyone is required to take. Woo! Thank so you. Good. I love that. I really appreciate that. Uh, and this next one's from Allison Arnt. A-R-N-T. She says, I've been listening to and following Allison for years, and this latest podcast about doing what you've been called to do was a game changer. She's the best friend we all need. She somehow strikes the balance between validating and motivating. I listen to a lot of self-improvement, and I've gotten to a point where I felt completely paralyzed, feeling like everyone else knew what they wanted to do, mm. knew what they were called to do, and I didn't have the dream. So I was frantically trying to find it and feeling down on myself for not being clear on that. I didn't know what to do, but felt constantly pushed to do something. In the latest podcast, she said, you already have every everything you need. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I don't need to force anything or accomplish anything to be worthy of love, acceptance, or appreciation. As she always says, you're already as awesome as you need to be. I already have, and I'm everything I need to move into whatever comes next. With someone out there believing that about me and encouraging me to believe that about myself, I finally feel ready to put myself out there in the ways I've felt nudged to do. Thank you for your courage and vulnerability, Allison. You're the best friend I needed right now to help me remember how worthy I already am. And from that place, I feel ready and capable still of contributing so much more. Rambling review, but thank you. Not rambling, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> Can oh. we do one more? There's three. Okay, Let's do another three. one. That was, I love, I that, love but that was them. so beautiful. Can I say what I yeah. loved about that yeah. review was it doesn't matter what I say. I talk so much, guys. I can't remember what I say. So then when I hear back what you've taken away from it, I mean, that's what matters is that you felt something. And that's what I hope is that you feel something and that speaks to you more than anything else. So that really means a lot. Thank you. I love this third one. It's, just, it's by Short Sex 24. They say, I freaking love this with all these exclamation marks. <laughs> it says, this is the best podcast ever. There's a lot of capitalizations and exclamation marks. <laughs> Allison is so funny and happy and smart. She gives the best advice. I listen to this every day and it makes me feel happy and more awesome than before. I love Eric's music. It's always freaking awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. You guys are freaking amazing she's so positive <laughs> i i love the enthusiasm this is so much fun the community of the podcast i was interviewed for like a 40 under 40 thing for this business magazine which is fun and it said what is one of the high notes of your career and you want to know what i put being on the live podcast tour with the community of podcast listeners listening to Macklemore's Glorious running up and down the aisles in my giant airplane wings. It's because the podcast and the community, it's the community. It's not sitting here doing the podcast by ourselves. It's the community of us trying to feel as awesome as we are so that we can go out there and serve the world more. And that is a freaking <laughs> powerful thing. And I am really humbled right this minute to get to do this work. Thank you guys. I love you a lot. And I want to remind you, only you can be you. And you are already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what are you going to take us out on? I'm loving this lounge life theme. Oh, I love it so much. This one is called Old Flame from Pleasant Pictures Music Club. You can get unlimited music for $1.99 a year and use code AWESOMEWITHERIC <laughs> for 20% off. <laughs>
Thank you.